0: Technology has enabled dramatic advances in healthcare, but in some cases, speed and precision may have come at the expense of human interaction and empathy. We need to rehumanize healthcare and empower clinicians to improve the delivery of both treatment and care. Welcome to Nuance in Healthcare, a project by Nuance Communications. In this season, we look at the evolving field of Clinical Documentation Improvement, or CDI, As more hospitals launch health management and quality initiatives, leaders should ensure their staffs are empowered to accurately document each patient's story without overburdening them. Listen in to hear how leading healthcare professionals are using artificial intelligence and other technologies to improve patient outcomes and deliver more value to the healthcare organizations they work for. In this episode, I speak with Christopher Tour a manager of clinical documentation improvement from the Atlanta, Georgia area. We cover Christopher's role with CDI. You're gonna hopefully get a better understanding of what CDI is. And Christopher also shares some stories where individuals were positively impacted by CDI. So let's pick up in this interview where Christopher defines clinical documentation improvement.
1: So clinical documentation improvement is kind of a newer idea that was introduced probably around the 1980s. And what we really are in a basic way is just an interpreter between clinicians, meaning physicians or nurse practitioners or physician's assistants, and the coding staff. So we translate what's really going on with the patient clinically and make sure that that's what's written in black and white on the paper for the coding staff to translate into reported data.
0: Okay, um, break down the coding side for me a little bit more. Like what what does that mean that they're taking like codes and data and that that aspect? What does that tangibly look like?
1: So a coder is really going to take a patient's medical record and they're going to read through it, and they're going to pull words from the page. They're gonna type those words from the page into their software system, and if a code pops up that's associated with the words that they've typed in, they can click on that, and it will assign that code for that patient's visit. So why that is important is then we report that information out uh, really to everywhere. And that information can be used in a bunch of different ways from reporting and tracking diseases that are prevalent in your area. Insurance companies use it for payment methods. We use it to track patient outcomes to make sure that we're providing good care. So we report our data out in a compliant, a safe, and a secure way uh, to help answer those questions for people that need that information
0: so what does it look like what is like a you're maybe not a day per se because i'm assuming this is a little bigger than just a day but what does your routine look like then over a, a course of time if you go through what your definition of a, a project or an a task would be
1: so we follow a patient through their stay in the hospital And that's really what we're trying to do is to make sure that every day what the providers are documenting is an accurate picture of what's going on with the patient that day. So at the end of the day and at the end of the patient's stay, whoever reads that record has a very clear idea of exactly what happened to that patient during their stay, the good and the bad. And we can take that at the end and give that to the coding staff so they can do their job. So we work very closely with the coders through that whole telling of that patient
0: story. And so if I'm understanding the chain correctly, let me kind of repeat back what I'm hearing, and, and please correct me if, if I'm misunderstanding this. There's the patient, and then the people that are interacting with the patient and taking notes on symptoms and, and the things that are going on. It sounds like you're collecting that information and helping to decipher it for the coders and then the coders are relaying it to the different um, people, other other entities that need that information for different reasons, like you said, insurance and other things. Is that a, a general understanding?
1: Yeah, I think from a very high level, that's probably an accurate picture of what CDI really is about at a very very simplified level.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm I tend to be a big picture person and so getting that that full scope helps me know where to start to drill down. And so and so I'm imagining like you you must have a lot of challenges, I would assume at at these different levels that you're dealing with. Can you talk about any of those?
1: So, yeah, we have a lot of different challenges actually from um really talking to the providers, the physicians, um, and the people that are providing care, helping them to understand why they are, we're asking questions of them or we're having these discussions with them. A lot of times they have perceptions that they've already given that information, but it may not be in a way that's clear, that may not really been have been what was written on the paper, So there's that challenge and really engaging with the providers to help them to understand what this is all about, why we're asking you this, what is it that we really need? And then the other big challenge really is on the other side, and that's helping the coding staff to take what's written on the paper and make sure that we have this accurately portrayed, and they're really reporting out what they should be Uh, on the patient side. So I think those are really our two big hurdles from a day-to-day standpoint, especially of trying to make sure that we take care of both of those things uh, simultaneously, actually.
0: And so again, if I could, if I can simplify what I'm hearing, it seems like you have concerns and needs around interpretation. You have concerns and needs around accuracy there's probably stuff around workflow it sounds like efficiency and i mean like all these things you're keeping in mind so at the end of the day this end result then is that you can best best provide for the client and best document what's going on is that kind of everything
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a good summation
0: okay and so with that then like what types of what types of tools are you using in order to help Uh, accomplish some of the, like beat out some of these challenges or or get through some of this stuff more efficiently and more accurately?
1: So we rely heavily on on the tools that were provided from Nuance. Uh, That's the program that we, and the kind of the guidelines that we follow in our program. So they have a wonderful program. As long as we can get to the diagnosis that we're looking for, for example, pneumonia, as long as I can, I realize that's what I'm looking for and I can type in pneumonia, the tools take me there. And it gives me all kinds of information about pneumonia and things to help facilitate those discussions with those providers to help them understand, to help support the things that I'm asking. Then it also summarizes the coding rules and the coding directions that they have. So I know What constraints that coding is working under uh, when they're coding out this data and reporting this data and things from, you know, what code do you put first when I have two different codes or what other diagnoses might I be looking for or what diagnoses can I not report with this particular diagnosis? So it, it just gives us everything at our fingertips that we need to do a thorough review of the chart and to have the discussions with the correct information at the time that we need to
0: have them. Okay. And I know artificial intelligence becomes a a big piece of this. How is AI changing the way that you work?
1: It's simplifying a lot of things, actually. And it minimizes so many different errors, cuts down time, prevents duplication, Uh, And it really, everything just helps from an AI perspective to focus on the patient. And from a provider standpoint, it helps them to be at the bedside where they need to be. For us, it helps us to be focused on that documentation, clear, concise. We know what the documentation actually says. We know where the documentation came from so that we can follow up on that to the appropriate provider. And we're not spending someone else's time answering questions that they may not know the answer to. So it really just streamlines and simplifies and keeps us really where we need to be for best possible outcomes for the patient.
0: Yeah. I think I think it's easy, especially when you look from the outside at, at any industry, really, that we can get caught up in different particular language or jargon. And so, for example, even in this space, I've seen the phrase harness the power of artificial intelligence used several times. I'm curious, what does that like actually mean on your level? So
1: that's using technology, more advanced technology, really to complete some of the tasks or to assist with some of the tasks that uh, we need to get done, move those things along, complete them more accurately, and to disseminate that information out a lot easier than it would be just with older technology or even by hand on paper. Which a lot of us are—it's not that far in the past. We're kind of used to that, and and the advanced, um, you know, the AI is is new, and it's something that we're coming to terms with and learning how to make it work for us.
0: Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like when you say coming to terms with it?
1: Well, technology can be a blessing or it can be a curse. And it all depends on how you implement it and how you use it, how you're trained to use it. And I think we come across that every day, whether it be a smartphone that we don't know how to use or an app that's foreign to us. So it'll be the same thing with AI, and it's learning what it can do, figuring out at an individual level at your particular facility what should it do, and then really designing that and helping your organization be successful with it. So it's really coming to terms on an individual basis with what is it, how does it work, and how can I make it work best for me? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because anytime you, you, like you said, you approach technologies, there seems to be hesitation. Um, And again, we can cite a variety of industries, but if we were keeping it specific within your space, the thing that I I also found most interesting is, is you said it allows you to basically be where you need to be. It allows the physicians to have more face time with the patients. And like, what other practical ways is this playing out? Or, or do you have any maybe specific examples from your own work of what it was like before it took, compared to what it's like now?
1: Well, really, um, it's it's really helped to capture and bring to the forefront things that you may have missed. One of the comments that we Get actually rather often, especially from providers that are engaged with us, is you know it's great to have your eyes on these charts with us because you see things that we may have missed because we're so caught up in other things, things that are going on at the bedside with the patient. So you have our back essentially, and we're you're making sure that things aren't getting missed. So I think that there's. Great power in simplifying those processes and getting straight to the point of what do we need to do for this patient, especially with some of the routine things, which documentation tends to be a lot of times you're writing the same things over and over and over. And to use artificial intelligence speeds that up. You can, you know, from your smartphones and things like that, when you speak into the phone, you, that message is transmitted so much faster than when you used to sit down and have to sharpen a pencil and write that out yourself. So it just takes all of those tasks or the pieces of the tasks that you have to do that take so much time and it cuts it. Um, and then, By doing that, that's when you get the focus, you get more time back in your day so that you can do the things that you need to do to get those positive outcomes for your patient.
0: Do you have any specific stories? Like obviously I don't want names or anything, but do you have any specific stories you can share of how this has positively impacted the hospital or or a specific patient?
1: We actually had a patient, one of my staff actually shared with me, it's been a little while ago, but with a review of the documentation brought up to the physician that this particular patient had vital signs that would indicate that they had the condition called sepsis. So they had an infection and it was starting to affect them systemically. So their entire body was starting to react. And we brought that forward to the physician's attention. And they were very appreciative because they could act quickly and keep that particular patient from declining. And we caught it early enough so that we avoided probably a very poor outcome for that patient. So that's why it's so important that we get into these records, um, get a look at them, and have those conversations with the physicians. And it may be on their radar but it may not. And it's those catches, those instances, and those times when we really help and we are that second set of eyes, that's when the job is really, really worth it.
0: Uh, that's so exciting because it's like on a, a whole nother level. Say, for example, for me, it's like I may write an article and then I have my editor look at it. And in a lot of ways, she's my second set of eyes. But we're talking about really human lives on your end. And so to be able to not only have you and your team do the type of work that you're doing with CDI, but also have the backing of these tools, I imagine that's pretty fulfilling. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I think a lot of um nurses shy away from what you would consider a typical quote unquote office job. That's just not typically what nurses go into. My staff likes to refer to them as, you know, their retirement jobs. But this one's a little bit different. We're still engaged with the physician. We're part of the treatment team and we're we're bringing these lab results forward and these test results forward and we're making sure that they're in front of the physicians and making sure that they're making the best treatment decisions based on seeing these results. And sometimes we catch things, sometimes they've already caught them, but it's just that double check, the checks and balances that make sure that everything goes well during your hospital stay.
0: So for the the listener of this podcast, uh, and based on everything that we've talked about so far, what is one thing you would like them to take away about the importance of CDI.
1: Um I think that it's uh, a new frontier uh, especially for nursing, but it's really something that people need to keep an eye on and consider. It's a great opportunity for an experienced nurse to use their wealth of information that they've accrued at the bedside and coding staff as well who have looked at documentation for years and years. It's just a great opportunity to apply what you've learned and use it in a different way, but still be part of that team that we're so used to being a part of. Um, And I think that's what really sets this apart Um, from some of those other positions that are not bedside, we're still very much connected.
0: Yeah, I love it. Thank you for sharing all of this. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Nuance in Healthcare. To learn more about Nuance's AI-powered solutions and services, or to learn more about the show, please visit nuance.com forward slash healthcare. That's nuance.com forward slash healthcare.